The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details. everybody and welcome to the show you're listening to fresh fm bringing to you art talk all things art across the board going on in our community i'm louise and today i have with us nelson city council's arts and heritage advisor who will be talking to about what this role entails and how the council supports public art projects right through from consultation and design phase to creation and install. So yeah, there's a lot going on behind the scenes that our council is involved in and most certainly sponsors a lot of projects and events, including the upcoming Nelson Arts Festival 2022 as a core funder in fact. And some other projects you may know in our community, NCC supports like the Railway Reserve Murals and Recycling Centre Murals kindness pandemic arts activations and many more and to make these projects happen there are many stages and other groups of people these projects involve to make sure they have the right significance and cultural importance and to help us understand how this all works please welcome Tom Ransom Arts and Heritage Advisor for Nelson City Council welcome Tom hi so firstly, Tom, can you please explain what your role is? I mean, I know you've been in the job four years now and you are certainly making an impact. Well, thanks for that. Yeah, uh, I, yeah so I'm the Arts and Heritage Advisor. I, half of my work is on arts and the other half on heritage. So my, my arts side is mainly in helping to commission public art for the council and for the community and also a little bit of um, operational um, support for, for operational things that are maybe temporary art that's gonna be happening and then gone. Whereas the, um, the public art is permanent pieces like sculptures or murals. Oh, lovely. Okay, so your role sounds like it wears a number of hats. Yeah, it does. I mean, there's, I mean it's endless really, what could be done. And it's just tailoring what can be done to the resources really. So let's talk about one, <clears throat> excuse me, one recent project to bring it into perspective and take us through the process using, um, as an example, say the Recycling Centre mural. Some of you may mm. have seen this. Once you enter the centre, just opposite where you can drop off your unwanted things to be sold, there is a prominent concrete wall with a new gigantic mural painted by artist Sean Duffel. Um, Nati Perot and, and a couple of collaborators and, and this is a fantastic isn't it uplifting piece of work at the local tip tell us Tom briefly how a project like this happens yeah it's a great piece of artwork I just had so many comments and the, the guys who worked down at the dump at uh, the tip you know they, they had massive um, positive comments from it and people arriving at site um, 
So the the start initial start there was you know I'm I'm scoping a various number of sort of potential sites all the time and getting advice from from art selection panel, EWE, but also other partners in council, so other teams. And um, in that instance, I'm, I'm always really keen to work with other teams because they have budget but, um, that we can <laughs> kind of share. Good. And so a brilliant, um, that was a brilliant example because some of the money that came to fund that project was from the solid waste team. They were going to paint that wall anyway, so why not do an art mural? So we, we managed to get some money from them, added some arts program money, which we have, um, I have to spend each year and created that basically the largest mural in town now. Um, so the, the sort of process, that was the first step, finding partners and finding kind of um, the asset manager approval, the people who own the wall. Once that's done, you can move on to talking to, you know, you've got a possibility of a project. Um, so then once I've got a possibility of a project, my first step is talking to Iwi. Um, we bring everything that we do in, in that, uh, particularly in that, um, public art world to Iwi first of all and say look we're thinking vaguely of doing something like this no commitment we you know but what do you think if they've got a problem with that that project you know pretty much ends there if generally they support things and it's a then it's a point of what degree do they want to be involved maybe they see it as a really great project they'd love to get boots boots and all get involved in or they may say great we'd like to keep in keep in touch with us, tell us how it's going. We'd like to see the designs, you know, just check how they're going. Um, but that might be a lighter touch for them. So moving through that selection, the sort of uh, early discussion with Iwi, on that site, they were quite happy with the project going ahead, thought it was great, but didn't really see it as a principal site for Toy Mari. So they were like open to any designs. So we re- then we went going to a, creating a brief um, to release for any artist to look at, and this was an open call. So we then publicised that opportunity. It was a thirty thousand um, dollar on, on your website or on, uh, well, we, or? on, on our website, Arts Council Nelson help us out always uh, um, with their website. But also we on that one we wanted to reach out to kind of a, a, a national audience so we used um the big idea which is a website with ah, yes. yeah. lots of different arts opportunities on it paid for some advertising on there and i think that was really good because we had 24 submissions um for that site um from right across the country right up to you know kaitaia to you know down to christchurch wow. people were submitting designs yes so then we have to go into a shortlisting phase which is uh you know you have to have a procurement process for that so that it's fair on everybody when when the brief goes out there's clear criteria of what we want those artists to try and uh, you know, express yeah. yeah meet those means and needs and um so the shortlisting is, is cutting it down to a smaller number that we know are potentials and again those chats are with iwi but also with art selection panel other art selection panel members um so through that process you can get it down to i think on that one we got it down from 24 to i think about eight and then um then those ones are taken through um another phrase of, of assessment and a choice is made 
And I think those, then we went down to three, that was what happened. And then those three were asked to submit like their final design, which for the three was pretty much similar to what they provided in shortlisting. Um, and then from that, the selection was for, for one. And uh, so it's, you, you've got to go through all of those processes to to consider all the different various ideas that might come from artists. There's so much variety there, mm. and it's actually quite challenging comparing one art piece to another. Um, it's very easy to slip into an aesthetic where you, oh, I like that one, or I don't mm. like that one, and it's really, really not about that. And the selected piece, it has a lovely tie-in, doesn't it, with the Brock Weimaraner Sanctuary? Yeah, I mean, that, that was totally <laughs> from the artist, though. Um, mm. the, the tie-in we saw was clearly an environmental tie-in with the use of the site for recycling to protect our environment, essentially. That's why we're recycling and why we're managing our waste to protect the environment. So the brief was really strong. A strong criteria was that the design had to express uh, an environmental theme uh, about care for the environment to do with uh, you know, how we manage our waste. And, and to me, that, that piece does express that because it's it's kind of a vision of what we do get if we mm. look after the environment all yes. those animals yes some of those Fantastic. filter feeder animals you know particularly um and you know tuna and all of that where where they are a sign of the um the good environment but mm. also interestingly and regeneration yeah was, but also interestingly my, uh, um uh luke at the blessing also noted you know he commented that um, remember all of these animals also do recycle <laughs> mm. and uh, they're in the environment helping manage not just a sign of good management they are managing the environment as well yes so yeah that that theme probably you know I mean the, there was a clear criteria which was being assessed by the panel and that's where they can afford to not they can allow themselves to not slip, swift, you know, drift into an aesthetic because mm. um, they, they've got a criteria they're assessing against. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah, it is. It's quite an intense um, um, process. But then if you're getting 24 submissions, yeah. you, say, you have to respect all the time and energy all those artists are putting into yeah. trying to win the bid, don't mm, you? To, absolutely. So you've got to have that tight kind of process. Yeah. And another example of, of this um process for, for public art is the Trafalgar Centre Footbridge Toy Māori and project. So that I believe that um, expressions of interest have have closed but um, for the designs but is that yeah, how's that one going? Because that's quite current. Yeah, that's a great project. I mean that that actually is an example of us working again with another partner in council which is the Capital Projects team who were gonna build a bridge. Yeah. But they in this case they reached out to us and said hey, we'd like to put some art on it, and we've got some money for that. So it's kind of their project as much as anyone's, and it was, you know, applaud to, applauding them, really, for making that move. And um, we've helped them out in our arts team in that process for how do they talk to iwi, how do they talk to an art selection panel, how do they get call out for artists, so that we've sort of come in and given them that specialist advice, but it's, it's actually the funding directly from their team. Mm. Um, and and that one's unique really is a, a really good example of how we're working with iwi to change our own processes we've been in you know some regular in really intense conversations with iwi now for four years under a, a forum called tiahu toya huria mm. 
where the cultural managers from HEWE look at everything we do, give comment, and try and help us have a better direction, you know. And um, yes, well, it's been super yeah, productive. What better way, where place for it to come from? Yeah. Yeah. So that site was known um, as a really important site for Iwi. You know, Matangi um, Afio down there, where Auckland Point is, really special site going back. You know, before colonialisation. You know, so clearly it was. It was. You know, we needed to talk to Iwi on this one. So what we also did, we developed a process where they were in charge of what the story is, what the, what the artwork is going to express. So the, the, we're soon to have um, a workshop where the selected artists come along and hear face-to-face each EWE cultural manager's story of what that place is, how it's important mm. to them. Then they can go away and create their designs based on that. Um, oh, and that's happening in August. Isn't yeah, later? that's in right. August, this month, yeah. So rather than call for right. designs, mm. you know, we didn't go, hey, we want a toy Maori design and we think it should have a walker in it. You know, we're not going to be that presumptuous. Mm. <laughs> it's not our story. It's Iwi's story. It's not the artist's story almost, you know. It's Iwi's story. And, uh, you know, the hapu and the, the, you know, the people who live here, it's their story. So... The, the, when we called for submissions, we called for like artists to show us their past experience of that kind of project, and then we've shortlisted that down to three artists. They go to the workshop firsthand, hear the important stories about that site, then then they can go away and create a design. So they they're all three of those artists will create a design to put to us, and we actually pay them for that because um, once you get into that level of... Yes, that's a lot of A lot of work, yeah. So if the two that miss out are going to not get a commission, if they're going to spend significant time talking to EWE, working out their design, following up, they need to be resourced, you know. Um, Just just like, you know, we don't expect mechanics to fix your car and go, uh, you know... I can tell you what's wrong with it, but I did that for free. Yes, <laughs> you know, exactly. kind of... I know, and that's the fine line. Sometimes with art, isn't it, in the creative industries, people yeah. just think because it's your time, they don't appreciate the expertise. Yeah, and the, and it's the hard, take, and they just think, oh, you just pull it out of your head and yeah. draw it that down. And but it, yeah, not understanding the creative the creative process. The creative process yeah, I mean, yeah. you got to pay for thinking time, you know. Yes, and then I you like get good quality thinking. designs. <laughs> If you don't pay for thinking time, you know, what quality are you going to get? Yes, exactly. And, and so, mm. you know, this project, we're trying to give those artists the best shot at doing a really quality piece of artwork mm. for that. such an important site. Yes. And and so getting the story directly from Iwi, then probably having other conversations with Iwi, finally then coming up with a design, then that design going back mm. to Iwi... Iwi are the selectors on this project, so that those cultural managers are going, how does this match up with what mm. we said? You know, oh yes, they have pulled out that thread of that part of the story. We we think this design works and this one's missing because it mm. hasn't, you know? Yes, and then you, you're creating a kind of a high bar as well because mm. the two artists that do miss out, then there's a high chance that you know the next project they will submit and they will apply and they will yeah. they will understand they've been through the process so they might yeah well, I always think actually going through the process is, is, is a useful thing anyway even if you're not selected mm. um, because there are I mean there are learnings for that artist in the process 
um, opportunities for them. And in fact, one of the wonderful things of working with Iwi is they they generally have a bright idea. When you've got you've got a plan, mm. then they'll have a bright idea. Mm-hmm. And and it'll be and this one it was okay. We've selected the three artists we think are the you know the potential shortlisted for this. Mm. When we did that, you know what they said? They said you know, but we should actually offer all of the artists who put a submission in an opportunity to carry on with this project in some way. And so that's a really great example of an iwi idea, you know, a, a mataranga Māori way of treating people. You know, you don't just chop people off and say, so you failed, that's it, mm, goodbye. Yes. That, that you, you, you bring them with you. And so we're inviting, we've invited all of the artists to the workshop, whether they're successful and shortlisted or not. And those ones who are not shortlisted can still get something out of the process, hear the stories directly from Iwi. That's a privilege in itself. Yeah, oh, wow. And, that's um, nice. So that's another yeah, mm, level of behind-the-scenes stuff yeah, that's going stuff on that going we don't on. even I, I mean, know, and, no one knows about. And yeah. some of those chats, obviously, you know, they, those chats take months. <laughs> yes. You know, because people need to meet, have a hui, talk about it, go away, think about it, come back, a bit more feedback. You know, we... That's why when, if you look at the recycling center and the bridge, you know, we're looking at kind of roughly a year's lead up. Mm, yes. And I'm re- managing all of these kind of discussions on different sites, scoping them, mm. developing the brief, having the discussions with EWE and Art Selection Panel and to the point where eventually it can be released and then eventually it's actually done. The, mm. the artwork's finished. Yes. Well, we look forward to the Trafalgar Centre footbridge. It's just on Haven Road opposite Auckland Point, isn't it? It's the That's green right. current bridge that lovely. I, I use it quite frequently, actually, to, to where we live when I'm walking into town, so I'll definitely be... Yeah. Locking, it's, locking up. It's a small piece, but it's such a significant yes, sight. Is. And, and everybody you know, drives past there at yeah, some point, so and, it's very visual. And yeah. it's a step on our journey to um, rebalancing how Nelson Fakatu appears to represent itself. Mm. Um, we we have not enough toy Māori art. Um, we have roughly of all of our artworks, we've got about ninety artworks in. And monuments, um, including monuments in Nelson, and you know these are public artworks and monuments. And you know roughly nine percent of those are Toy Māori, and that's a really big imbalance. Yes, but now it's changed. It's swiftly turning. Isn't We're it? turning. I mean, we've done. It's eighty percent of those nine have been done in the last four years. Right. So it's a pretty big change of direction. Yeah. But it does take time for that to build up. You know, create the process. Yes, all, that, of all that creating the process with Iwi has taken time. Yes, of course. As, as good processes do. Mm. You know. And is that where the um, Arts and Heritage Partnership grant is that? That's all tied in too, isn't it? Yeah, I mean the 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 other. So that's the public art, but the the temporary art or the arts activations sort of operational artworks that I help people with is all about partnership. So we have an Arts Heritage Partnership Grant Fund where people can bring an idea you know it's not about my ideas uh, you mm. know it's about the community's ideas so there's, there's a whole heap of clever people in Nelson who've got brilliant ideas people like Tanya Nock um, you know all, all, you know Justin Ede all these people who, who and new people I haven't ever heard of yet mm. <laughs> you know yes um, who've got an idea want to do something in the, with art maybe got some resources but need help to get that over the line, you know, funding. So we generally sort of 50-50 match fund anything they've got. 
that's what that's that program is how the wire hour fray came about the the um parihaka play in the theater royal was supported um the the kindness pandemic was another one you mentioned earlier um this year we're doing a rangatahi training program with Tukurawai Trust. They're training up four young Māori in how to do murals. Um, mm, wow. So there's a whole lot of little kind of temporary and yes. developmental projects which happen. Um, yeah, so if you do have an arts or heritage project that you, the, the person who's got the idea has, can provide some resources, but they need the financial help. Is that correct? Mm, yeah, to yeah, get over the line. That's right. That's what the partnership grant is, and you can apply for that on is it shape.nelson.govt.nz? Yeah, on Shape Nelson. So what we've done with that one is that instead of you know a lot of these funds, you you have a closing date, and you're really stressed out up to the closing date, and you know everybody's competing at the same time. We didn't want to do that. We wanted it to be really quite as responsive as we could, and tie in more with people's expectations so you can get you get assessed straight away you know we're trying to get back to people in 10 days with an answer um you can apply any time of year for activity any time of year and you get your answer then you don't have to wait for a closing date with everybody else so you get assessed you know yourself and then the panel looks at the idea they there's a bit of to and fro usually with questions and you know clarifying what is going to happen and and then we can provide a grant oh fantastic um yeah great so shape nelson that's a nice idea isn't it because it's when you've got the idea too and you head you, you know if you're quite sent you know heightened by it you want to get mm. on with it don't you yeah whereas if you've got to wait for a certain you can lose yeah, view, viewfinder is another one that we we supported last year um and uh, really, it's we, what we try to do with that is try to give support where it's either too early in the pro, in the project's time frame for them to really get substantial funding from mm. anyone, or or hard for them to get off the ground. Often, what we've found is a lot of these projects, like Wire Our Fray, like uh, like Viewfinder, we give them a grant. It's only a few thousand dollars. They can try out their idea. Then they've got evidence. They can then take that project to some bigger funders like Creative New right. Zealand. Right, yes. And then bring some big money into the region. Yeah. And so it's pump priming is what we try to do. Mm. Um, hey, just quickly to, to round up, we've got to finish the show shortly, but you've also got some temporary art initiatives with art projection equipment that you hire yeah. out. That's a great to remind me of that. So we have, we've took the step a few years ago to buy um, some pretty powerful light art projectors. These units cost about two and a half grand a night to hire. And we saw that as a barrier to people using and creating light art. So we, we found the, the capital investment to buy one, then two. Um, and we've been loaning them out to the community over the last three years. And we've got, what is it, about, it's about 35 loans so far. And so the oh foregone, gosh. yeah, yes, all sorts of things from multicultural Nelson Tasman used it, uh, makeshift spaces have used it, um, Boys College, um, obviously Taramaraa, you know, they did the, they, ha they had that unit for the um, Nelson Mail building piece in last yes, year. Yes. Um, but all those community groups loaning that gear haven't, didn't have to pay a higher cost, so they could put all their money into the creative which means oh, we keep that money in the region because it's local artists mostly. And instead of hiring gear from outside and putting that money outside the region. Yeah, great. And, uh, great yeah. initiative. Yeah. I mean, so people 
wouldn't know that either. I mean, that was an amazing um, projection on the Nelson Evening Mail old building. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, no, that's we, fantastic. I mean, there are some really exciting developments in that projection space in the next year, which maybe is another interview, but we, we have plans to create an artwork, a sculptural artwork that contains those projectors so that you can not only hire the projectors, you can hire a rigging tower mm. that comes to site with a resource consent, with a building consent, all done and dusted. Right, and so you, making it so easy. Yeah. yeah. We'd you, love to talk about that yeah. later. Most definitely. Let's, it's let's another do chat, that one. Fantastic. We're working on it right this financial year, hoping to deliver it by the end of the year. So. Nelson says, uh, NCC is lucky to have you, Tom. <laughs> I'm lucky to have it. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. It's a really, what a lovely job you've got too as an Arts and Heritage Advisor. Tom, thank you for coming on the show today. Thanks, yeah. Really enjoyed that. And just a reminder, the Nelson Arts Festival 2022 is definitely on, unlike last year. The dates are October 20th to the 30th. Programs are now all over town, are free, so pick one up and take a look and book some shows. And this year they're doing something a wee bit different with tickets to make it accessible for everybody in the community. Um, it's called Pay What You Can, P-W-Y-C ticketing. And it's just pay what you can. There'll be increments of payment. It will show you um, when you go to book what the ticket is actually worth. You can pay that. You can pay a bit more. You can pay less. Um, it's just a really lovely way of including everybody and making the whole arts festival um, available for everybody on whatever budget you're on. So, yes, Arts Festival Nelson, 20th to the 30th of October. Book your tickets now. So that's it for today. You've been listening to Art Talk Nelson with me, Louise. And, uh, yeah, I'll be back again with a fresh episode in two weeks' time or you can listen to the replay at the same time next week or... Of course, previous episodes um, of the show and other locally produced programs are available from our website, freshfm.net or through accessmedia.nz. Thank you for listening and bye for now. The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM, the Top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand On Air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz.